0: would you like a little more foreplay in your life i mean specifically brain foreplay well then tune in to the most dynamic host dr rick paria performance psychologist to professional athletes and the stars no failure is final and no topic is off limits it's time to get real And get your checkup from the neck up here at Brain Foreplay on Mental Monday. Welcome everybody to Brain Foreplay, where you get your checkup from the neck up on Mental Mondays. We come at you every week with a little bit of information regarding the brain, hence brain foreplay. I'm a psychologist, PhD in psychology, and Dr. Rick Perea, and I'm here to give you information so that you can live your life with alternative explanations and competing thoughts so that you don't head down a road of lack of analysis, lack of consideration, so that you reach better decisions every day in your life. You know, when I was on the way to the office today, I was listening to NPR, National Public Radio, and there was a story about a kid that had been shot and killed in Memphis, Tennessee recently in the last two weeks. Uh, I believe his name is Tyree Nichols, and the story on the radio said that the police chief um, thought that the officers who engaged in this shooting were overcome by group, group think mentality. Now, in psychology, we have long talked about group think mentality and delineated it, researched it, and I want to talk about it a little bit today because... I think it really is very pervasive in our society, and I think we got to get better at learning how to reject it and understand it so that we don't fall into that trap. But also, let me point out this one little fact. Apparently, one of my team members here at Think One here in Denver, Colorado, uh, the Mile High City, just pointed out to me that... Interestingly, the officers that shot and killed Tyree Nichols, who is black, the officers, the four officers, were all black as well. So, um, And the officers were dismissed within a period of 10 days after the shooting. And that's competing with officers who are white, who oftentimes are afforded an extended period of time for defense and appeals. Just an interesting, interesting thought to think about. Let's talk about groupthink and groupthink mentality because I think it's important to understand how often we engage in groupthink without even realizing it in our society. <coughs> One of the core underpinnings of groupthink is external validation, us wanting to be externally validated. Let me give you an example. Um, I recently started dating uh, an individual, and I was talking, talking to her about how often she did things with her friends, and how often she went to these social galas that were fundraisers, et cetera, and I talked to her about the term external validation. I said, you know, some people who have excessive thirst or need for social situations really at the core level, the psychological level are looking for external validation. And for some people, not necessarily her, but for some people when you talk about external validation, it kind of skips right over their head. They think about, Oh, well, maybe that's not me because I don't need to be on TV. I don't need to be on magazine covers. I don't need to be in photographs whatever it may be, but external validation takes on more subtle roles in our life, and that is that we need excessive validation through friendships, through our our occupation, through Instagram, social media. So I think it's really interesting that we have social media, which I'm coming to you on today, but also the external validation piece of that, we don't delineate, we don't talk about. And because of that external validation thirst, if you will, that can often breed or cultivate group think mentality. And the risk we run of engaging in group think mentality is that we're not thinking independently. We're not thinking for ourselves, We're not thinking based on our belief and value system. And that's dangerous. That is literally dangerous because when we think and we're strongly influenced by others, by others belief systems and other value systems, then number one, we hijack our own methodologies for who we are, our individualism, you know, who, who I am, you know ethnically, racially, educationally, socially, culturally, that's the beauty to me people of knowing people and going to different countries is discovering new, discovering different than me. One of the reasons males and females are attracted to each other because there's differences. If we were so homogenous that we were the same, there may not be the attraction. So, so the external validation thirst. Fuels the groupthink mentality and, and I think we've really got to be more judicious More analytical and more critical thinking when it comes to that Because you know, like I'll give you an example for me. I, I Dress pretty progressively. I wear a lot of different funky clothes different colors and Sometimes people will say well, you can pull that off. Dr. P And I'm like, no, anybody can pull it off because all you do is put it on, walk out your door and believe in yourself. But it's amazing to me that we're in the year 2023. And if you take the average white male, 45 years old, who's in an occupation, an accountant, a teacher, a firefighter, whatever, they predominantly wear three colors, (laughs) brown, black, and gray in their social context. And if you wear something outside of that pink, purple, aqua, whatever it may be wow, he's really loud. he wears bright colors. We're, we''re so we're actually persecuted for being individual, being able to think independently and that's what I mean by in our society that that lack of external validation to fit in now think about that external validation to fit in it starts, in elementary school, in middle school, in high school to fit in that we lose so much of ourselves. We lose who we are. We don't even know who we are. Most of us do not even know who we are at a core level. And we'll never get there unless we, we extinguish the majority of this external this need. For external validation this need to fit in this need to be congruent you know it's okay to disagree with your best friends it's okay to disagree with your family it's okay to disagree with your colleagues and in fact if you don't tell them how you're feeling and 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 I'll, and I'll add this always do it in a respectful way But if you don't bring that to the table, we'll never get emotional intimacy. We'll never reach a high level of emotional intimacy. You'll just know me at a surface level. You'll just know me as at how's the weather, how's the nuggets, how's the Broncos, how's the Patriots. You'll never know me at a core level. So we've really got to think about extinguishing this, this need this thirst for external validation and then we won't have as much groupthink in our society if it's true that these officers engaged in groupthink if it's true that a board who voted on the ouster of a of a police chief or a a school um uh principal in in a case where there was a shooting at their high school and there is groupthink going on in those votes think about what we're losing people Think about the group mentality of a national election for a president. So we are really at risk as a democracy, as a society, unless we can decipher and delineate and be true to how I think, feel and behave. And the best thing we can do as parents in our home is encourage independent thinking, encourage critical thinking skills, encourage, Critical inquiry, that's so delicious. Critical inquiry, that means you have a thirst to know, a need to know is what we say in psychology. But if we do not make a conscious effort to do these things, then we will cultivate a society that wants to fit in, that wants to be congruent. And I'm not saying that we go the opposite and we have a society of social unrest. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we have a society of independent thinkers, free thinkers, and people who can communicate to each other and really give them their viewpoint. You know, I see so many families in my practice, again, I'm a psychologist. I see so many families that left emotions and feelings unexpressed, unexpressed. And that doesn't go away, people. I call it the, the, the trash can of emotions. If you don't empty a trash can after once in a while, it's going to overflow. And it's going to overflow in different dysfunctional ways. So we've got to learn to be more expressive, more the, the ability to express our feelings in a very succinct, sequential, and loving way. We don't want to attack people if you disagree. You can respectfully disagree with people. You just have to use the words to communicate that you know in families that don't express thoughts feelings and perceptions we call them emotionally vacant families and i would estimate that most families in society have a certain degree of emotional vacancy but you don't know it and that's the that's the critical part about it: is families are walking around thinking they're successful because they have college degrees they have incomes in the the six figures, they have a, a nice suburban home and nice cars and they travel and that's not success people. Success at the core level is your ability to communicate true core competencies, thoughts, feelings and perceptions. And the only way, the only way we're gonna reach that is to minimize that need for external validation. You know, this friend of mine that's uh, on a gathering with her friends, and they're in their 40s, 50s, and even 60s. It reminds me of 22-year-old uh, frat girls, you know, going on a party and, you know, giggling and having fun with each other. And that's cool. I don't have anything against that. But as we get older, as, as we get older, I think it's important that we take the time to think, feel, and perceive for ourselves. And be willing. And be willing to look at your best friend, your, your, your colleague and say, you know, I disagree, but let me tell you why and support it. And then we're able to really reach a higher level of emotional intimacy when we do that. So I just want to review our lesson for the day is I really want our society to reach a higher level of emotional intimacy through, you know, minimizing this thirst for external validation which really will cultivate groupthink in a larger society. And I started out with a police shooting. You know, at at the highest level of groupthink, people will lose their lives. At the lowest level of groupthink, people will lose their lives. And what I mean by that is, people will live a life that's emotionally vacant. They don't know how to express their own feelings. They don't know how to express their own perceptions. They don't even know how to express how they feel at a core level. Think about how sad that is. That is a life lost. Thank you for tuning in today to Brain Foreplay, where you get your checkup from the neck up. Don't forget to join us next week, same place, same time, to get your checkup from the neck up fortified by foreplay that's brain foreplay and please remember to subscribe to this channel wherever you get your podcast